and welcome to Women in the Business Arena. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, success strategist for women in business, and I'll soon be joined by my dear friend and co-host, Laura Shuk Guzman, an amazing psychotherapist who works with women entrepreneurs. Every week, we dive into juicy topics relevant to women in business. We reframe the lens on business so women just like you know how to achieve not just success, but fulfillment and freedom. We've learned through decades of being entrepreneurs, mothers, and multiple business owners how to conquer the business arena. And the thousands of women we have worked with have given us insights and wisdom to share with you. We get honest, vulnerable, and real about what we've seen and experienced. We would love for you to join us in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. And if you want to get even more support, visit womeninthebusinessarena.com. Okay, let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and I'm here as always with my gorgeous co-host, Laura Schutt-Guzman. Hello, Laura. Hello, Sonia. How are you? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. It's a it's a really intense time. It just it in this like I don't know what it is. There's like something energetically intense and lots and lots of people are experiencing it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, completely. And I (laughs) am feeling it and I'm hearing that from everyone around me. So I think this is a time that we all can just give ourselves permission and a lot of compassion to let things be a bit messy. And maybe just I have to kind of let go of this illusion of keeping all my ducks in a row. Like let the ducks run, (laughs) take down the fences. Everything is just, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let everything go wild today. That's what we're suggesting for all of you. Just let it all go wild. Woohoo! Yes. Well, it's great actually in these kind of times to be able to rely on your support team. And that's what we're going to do for the next three episodes for this new series. We're going to talk about how to find the right support team. So today we're going to talk about finding the right business coach, why that's even important, when to know that you need a business coach and how to find the one that's a good fit for you. Next week, we're going to talk about how to find the right therapist because also very, very key for your successful business. And then the ne- the third episode, we're going to just sort of talk about how to find a specialist. So if you're at a place where you are ready for a specialist, how do you find that person to support you, you know, and become part of your support team in business? So I think this is going to be a really good series. Yeah, I think it's actually really perfect timing about talking, you know, letting everything run wild, letting the fences down. And, and then there's going to come the time that you need help hurting everything back into its place. <laughs> That is a great description, actually, for all of it. Your support team will help you herd everything back in its proper form. I love it. (laughs) So this is such an important topic. And, you know, I think that we don't um, often, or I know that I didn't actually have this conversation as a new entrepreneur, especially of like, when do you know um, that you need help? What kind of help are you going to need? And I think in previous episodes, we've talked about kind of when do you know, or like when, when's that timing right? But this is yeah. really exciting because we're going to dive into, okay, once you say I need help and it's time to bring those people onto your team, how do you select the right people 
Um, what's a good fit? And, you know, is it a coach or is it a therapist or is it a CPA or a lawyer? You know, all the different things um, we often are faced with uh, these professionals. But then how do you work with those professionals? How do you select them? So I think I'm actually looking forward to this conversation because I've recently brought on a new management team for my co-working space so I can be free to focus on, on some other projects. And But it has me thinking a lot about what happens when you bring people on and, um, you know, and just how business changes as your ecosystem changes, right? Mm. Yeah, so true. And I think it's really important to just make a note that finding the right support team is actually really important. And I I don't think it's a matter of um, quickly taking someone's uh, recommendation or, you know, just searching online for the right person. You really have to do your due diligence in this day and age. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors with marketing, which we talk about a lot. And you you really want to make sure you have the right person. And, you know, I guess that's why I wanted to start with sort of talking about a business coach, because I think there is a lot of illusions about what a business coach is, what they do. There's a lot of them out there, or at least a lot of people calling themselves business coaches. And so how do we really discern? How do we cut through the noise? How do we figure out what we need? And the truth is the right business coach will make your business. Like it will accelerate your progress. It will give you huge like steps towards success. The wrong business coach can run you into the ground. Like really, I've seen it. I've seen it way too often, sadly. A lot of times I get the people after they've been with the wrong business coach and, you know, watching how they really spent all this money on things and got nowhere, got no return on investment and did things that put them into massive amounts of debt or massive bad mistakes or just really like stunting their growth. So this is a very important decision. Yes. And I think that people get stuck there. The people that realize it, that it is really important, then they're kind of in paralysis analysis, right? Where it's just then I'm thinking, well, how am I going to pick the right person? Because I don't want to end up with the wrong fit. And Mm. I mean, as you were talking, like anyone who's ever built a house um, from ground up or remodeled a house, I mean, it's much like choosing the wrong general contractor, You know, it's just like that wrong choice. It can lead you into months more, you know, years even in a build with that should have taken a shorter time. It can leave you um, spending much more money, you know, more than you expected. And I feel like a business coach can have that impact as well because you're building the framework of your business. And often you're bringing these, you know, an individual in and entrusting them with all of the pieces of your business. And if you didn't choose that right person, then you end up with another coach like Sonia who repacks it all. And <laughs> like, I yeah. know that you've had clients come to you that's like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? So you've actually worked with clients that have had to kind of rebound from those wrong oh. choices, misaligned choices. Yeah, definitely. And and there's a couple of key things I think you said, which is so awesome. So one is, you know, it's like a general contractor, because here's the thing. A lot of people are out there calling themselves business coaches, but they only work with one aspect of a business, right? That's not a business coach. That's a specialist. So you've got people who are like, I'm a business coach who focuses on money mindset. Well, that's great, but that's a specialist. That is not a business coach. And so, you know, one thing I think that's really important, just like a general contractor, which needs to understand 
understand how all aspects of the house comes together, right? It's so that they can know who to hire, what they need, what has to come first, yeah. you know, what can't be built on top of something else because it needs the foundation. So the same is true for a business coach. They need to understand all aspects of business. They need to understand, you know, how to market, how to package yourself, how to describe your services, how to go after your target market, how to choose your target market, how to deal with the internal conflicts, how to work with mindset. It has to be all of it. And when you sort of hire a business coach that doesn't have that holistic perspective, then what ends up happening is they oftentimes miss pieces or they don't diagnose properly because they're not seeing the whole picture. So I think that was just a really good point of what you said, Laura. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, and that's why we're having these conversations because do you need um, a business coach? Do you need a specialist? Do you need a, some type of, uh, professional that, like I said, like a legal professional or a financial, um, cause there's a difference between if you need to hire a CPA versus you need a financial coach, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that it gets a little bit, um, confusing, you know, of what, and I, and I think that because of the market, like there's so many, like you said, so many people maybe using the word coach that, um, maybe it's an overuse of the term. So then the consumer gets confused about what they're yes. actually purchasing, what kind of service is being provided. Yeah, totally. And so we're going to help you if this is, we're going to help you first determine if you're at a stage where you need a business coach. And then we're going to look you, you know, help you basically look at what are the aspects that you need to look for for the right business coach for you. And so in talking about whether or not you need a business coach, so one of the things that I would highly recommend is that you get a business coach to diagnose your business, right? That right there is invaluable. Most of us, uh, people like me and others, we offer a free call or a free diagnosis to someone before we take them on as a client because we want to make sure, A, we can actually support them and B, we're the right coach for them. So, you know, you can often do your due diligence, find someone that really you resonate with basically, and then have them diagnose your business. And the reason why that's so important is because oftentimes I turn people away and tell them, actually, you don't need a business coach. You need this specialist. And it would be actually not a good investment of your money to hire me because I'm going to work in a holistic level and that's not where your issues are. But also in return, I also work, you know, talk to people that I'm basically like, yes, you're exactly at that stage where you can really utilize a business coach. So what does that stage look like? You know, I think one of the really important things is that you recognize whether or not you have what I call a solid foundation. And we've talked about this in several episodes. But when you have a solid foundation in your business, you're very confident about the following things. You know who your target market is and you're confident, like you know who they are. They're very specific. You know you've packaged your services in the right way. You know you're speaking the language of your target market and your messaging is resonating with them. You validated your business. So you've proven that someone will invest in your business, invest in your services, that they are resonating with them and it's been validated. And you have some really, really good sales skills. Those are really the foundation of your business. And if any of those things are out of place, you need a business coach. Once you have those things in place, oftentimes to grow to some of the next levels, you need a specialist. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And as you were talking, I was thinking in prior to that, like to get your foundation solid sometimes, and you can correct me um, or if you have a different opinion about this, but like Mm. when you're launching, yes, there are coaches that specialize in pre-launch or like, you know, building your avatar and your ideal client and getting a lot of those solid foundations. But the good news about when you launch a business and things are a bit challenging. There are a lot of resources out there that are um, like classes from your local SBA. There's online courses. There's uh, templates out there on how to find your you know, ideal client. I feel like there's a lot of resources out there um, when you first launch to build some of those things if you are a self-starter. And, and then when you are on more like a, you come to a coach with some of those things already under your belt, then you go into this one-on-one, um, more like high touch, uh, deep dive into your business where that person can really carry you forward in a way that wouldn't have happened if you didn't kind of have some of that, um, like you were saying the foundation, but, but is that how you find that people, you know, how do you build that foundation on your own? Are you just doing it through those types of resources I mentioned, or do you think there's other yeah, ways that people look, do that? I, I think, you know, the, the truth is it's really about how you want to invest, right? So here's the problem with going after all the free resources or the SBA or, you know, some of those things that are there and they are free to you. The, the challenge is that a lot of them are outdated. They're not really on top of what it really takes to sort of succeed in business right now. And so that's one challenge. The other thing is that you're trying to gather a bunch of resources from a lot of different people and a lot of different things, and none of them come together in a very strategic way. So you can invest a lot more time and energy, right? So some people might invest years in trying to build their business themselves before they come to a business coach, or you can deeply accelerate that process by getting someone to help you in the forefront. So you might invest more money in the sort of front end, but you're going to save yourself huge amounts of time and energy and effort in the long run. So I guess, you know, it kind of depends on what you need. If you're super savvy, you, you already know a lot about business and you just need to bring a few things together, well then yes, you might not need a business coach because you've already got a lot of business skills. You already understand how to connect with people. Maybe you already have a lot of uh, sort of of your target market in your sphere already. But I think if you're starting from scratch and you don't have a lot of business skills, I would almost go to a business coach right away. Okay. So then that's my question though of, you know, is it okay then to go to the business coach when you don't have some of those foundational pieces that, you know, you mentioned first, that was, I was trying to kind of get clear. So if you don't have the foundations, you don't have a good sense yet, and you need a coach to help you get clear on that, that might be something that people go right out of the gate with. Like immediately I have this idea and I need a business coach to help me really bring it into a more solid space. And then you have business coaching that comes later when your business is more mature And then you need that help. Like I've been kind of um, stagnating for a while and I know I have all my core pieces, but something's not right. And then you use that expertise of a coach to accelerate and get more clear kind of to take your business to the next level. 
Yeah. And, and sometimes you can find both of those. So for instance, I have worked with people who are say coming out of corporate, they want to start a business, they don't have anything in place yet. And I help them craft all that. But I've also worked with people who've been in business for 10 years and haven't gotten where they want to. And so then I help them, you know, sort of revamp their business so that they can create more success. And it really depends on which we're going to talk about in a minute, the kind of business coach that you look for. So, you know, you, you want someone who can support you at the stage you're at. So if you are really, say, pre-launching, you have nothing in place, you don't have a lot of business skills, then you can probably find a coach in your industry, which we're going to talk about in a second, who really knows how to support you at that level. And if you are already at a stage where you've got some stability and you want to accelerate your growth, well, then you can find a coach at that level. And some coaches can do many levels. It just depends. But I think the, the reason why it's so great if you are willing to invest, and so this kind of gets into one of those things that what I see happen a lot is a lot of businesses invest in their prettiness and their branding and their website and their, so here they are, they haven't yet validated their business they haven't really nailed down their target market. And then they go and they invest 10,000, let's say, in uh, being able to get their, you know, beautiful branding, all of their content marketing, all of this, you know, amazing website, like all of these pieces they invest money into, but they're, their idea completely falls flat. Like it's it's basically impossible that their idea will ever work because they didn't do some of the proper foundational pieces at the front. So you would have been much better spending that take 10K on an amazing coach who could really take you all the way to that validation, to that solid foundation, to those sales skills that you need, and even take you all the way to making great money without a website and without any of some of the other things you invested in. And I guess, you know, that's really, I think, such a big, important piece is that so many people have ideas that aren't going to make it in the marketplace because either A, they're not speaking the right language, they don't have the right languaging or messaging around what they're creating and it doesn't connect to their target market, they don't have the right target market, they don't have the right packaging of their services. And and when you don't have those things, it's like your idea or your amazing creation will really fall flat. It's like it won't get the traction it needs. A good business coach can almost immediately tell you whether or not that sort of idea is going to be successful. Yeah. And it's so true that there's so many ideas that are amazing, but they don't get mm-hmm. off the ground if they're not, you know, framed and presented in a way that people can receive it and understand the yeah. value of what it is that you're offering. Um, and I think that one th- big piece for me was when I, cause I'm definitely a self learner. I felt really comfortable mm-hmm. diving in. I liked to kind of teach myself entrepreneurship in the beginning, but then I got to a place where I was too, um, too close to it. Right. Like yeah. couldn't see the reality of kind of what was around me realistically, because I was just so attached to it being a certain thing. And so when I've worked with business coaches, there's this ability for an objective person looking at your whole business that can see what you, what your love blinds you to. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. Yes. And how many mistakes do we make at the beginning, right? Which is great. Like making mistakes is awesome. But how many mistakes do we make that could have been avoided, especially the really expensive ones? That is the piece I think that people forget about because they're like, oh, shoot, I have to invest this money up front in a business coach. I don't know if I can afford that right now. You know, my business is a startup. But if I calculated the expense oh. of all my mistakes and you told me I could have saved those <laughs> by just working with someone who understood my business model or my industry or like, you know, was a right fit for me, then it would have been a no brainer because it's like, well, I'm either going to spend this and end up with like a mistake or I'm going to spend this and I'm going to have a return on my investment. I'm actually going to have the same amount of money invested, but it's going to have a return where the other is just going to fall flat if it was a misaligned you know, action. And I think if people start realizing that, invest early on to save yourself money, then you understand why that's so important. And you can kind of get over that, that initial hesitation of like, how do I put this money forward when I'm like barely off the ground. It's like, well, cause it yeah. is going to help you stay afloat. It's going to grow you, expand your business. Um, and I think, you know, that's just a mindset that we have to get around sometimes because we have fear around, um, not, you know, not having enough, not having enough money to spend and knowing that if you invest wisely, you're going to have a lot more of that, uh, support and revenue possibly could be coming in because a coach really helped you align that. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, I mean, seriously, you guys, like I was definitely a self-starter. I was a do-it-yourselfer. I was, you know, on every level. And there wasn't even really business coaches when I started my business. I don't remember any at that time. Oh, that was, was Yeah, that was about thing. the time be right before business coaches kind of started coming online, right? Was yeah. When you were doing your thing. Well, yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, like I wish that I had... Uh, understood this, seen this, gotten the help that I needed back then. Because I mean, I have wasted hundreds of thousands of dollars going in wrong directions. Like, trust me, I have been there. I know <laughs> what mm -hmm. it's like. And, you know, all of these things could have been avoided had someone given me some clarity about this is what you need to do, or this is what's working or not working, or just been able to sort of be outside of myself, outside of my own head to look at things objectively and to view like, hey, here's, here's the direction you can go. And so it's not just the money I invested that I wasted. It's like how much opportunity costs that I waste the first decade of my career where I could have been making so much more money, so much more headway, so much more sort of, you know, uh, waves in the world, impact in the world. So, you know, it is a big deal in terms of your acceleration and progress. Like you can go really far if you have the right one. So maybe we should talk a little bit about, you know, what makes the best business coach for you, right? Because it's individual. There's, there's not, I am not right for everyone. Not everyone is right for me. Same is true for every business coach and every business owner. We have to find the person that's a really good fit for who we are and what we want to accomplish and what our values are. And so, yeah, let's, let's talk about a few things around that. And Laura, I would love to hear your views. One of the things that I think is really important, and I'd love to see what you think as well, 
is I actually think it's quite important as a woman to hire a business coach that is a woman. What do Mm. you think about that? (laughs) Yes, this could be a controversial topic as some people will say to me like, you shouldn't just choose on gender if you want gender equality and da da da. But I will tell you that I have worked with both And Mm -hmm. I feel like there are men out there that get the more feminine business model principles, but they're fewer and far between. They're harder to find. And so often when I'm working with male business coaches, they're still ingrained in the masculine paradigm. We've talked about this earlier and sort of the healthy the healthy masculine and feminine versus the more toxic. Um, So I love working with women because often they get what it means to bring, and not all women are working from the feminine principle. So I look for a business coach that does speak that language, that understands what I mean when I say, actually, I have put my business through a business, you know, like a feminist business canvas. Do you like, are you cool with that? Do you understand? And if they get that, (laughs) I'm like, okay, let's work together. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, So I look for those um, shared values. And I just feel like with women, I can find that. Not to say that there are not men out there that are doing work in that arena, but I just think that I've felt more comfortable. The other thing with women is they're often um, doing more of the care work, even if they have very supportive partners and they're working out more um, equality in their work and domestic loads. They still tend to have more of the childcare. It makes them a a lot more understanding of my struggles. Um, So I tend to even work with women who are caretakers. And that doesn't even mean that you have to be a mom, but that you care for parents, um, your neighbors, sick people, like kids, like you understand just that other layer of, of taking care and have responsibilities that, um, are often unexpected and can be disruptive so that that coach really supports me in, in balancing the different things. And I just find women are a little bit more tuned into that. Yeah. Look, I love that. And I'm the same. Exactly. Everything you said, actually. I think it's really important to hire a woman business coach because they will see things in a a different light than a male will. They don't have the same privilege as men have in the business arena. And because of that, you know, it's like I, I see it consistently. Even men who are beautiful, amazing, loving amazing men, right? In the business arena, they still, they say things and they do things. It's like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 that this is not right. That is, that's not the right framework that I want. And I think it's just because they haven't had to encounter so many of the things that we as women have had to encounter. And I love that added point that you said, Laura, about, you know, having someone who's also a caretaker because we're balancing and juggling a lot. If I get a business coach who tells me I need to be working 50 hours a week, I need to do whatever it takes to get where I want to go. Well, that's not going to work for me because I have a family. I want balance. I'm not willing to sacrifice everything in my life for the business. And so those kind of things really relate to some of our values and experiences. I would also add that I I personally prefer to have people who have experienced some of the life things that I've experienced. Mm. So 
let me give you an example. I was considering a coach years ago and she had been brought up in a very wealthy world and had never really struggled, had never really experienced poverty or even struggling to pay anything. And, you know, I had been a single mom for a really long time. I've definitely had, my mom was a single mom. So I've definitely had ups and downs when it comes to to money and abundance. And, and her attitude was, if you just think that you're rich, you're rich, right? And she had this sort of like air about her that was privileged. (laughs) And I was like, I can't work with someone who's never experienced reality. Like how they're never going to understand where I'm coming from. Like, yeah, that's just not going to happen for me. So, you know, for me, it was also important that someone had some sense of like what hardship is, because then they're going to have a depth to them and an understanding that I can relate to. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good point. Because I have felt what you're saying is when someone's kind of coming from a very privileged place and they've always kind of had resources for their business, then I haven't felt seen or understood when I've really struggled. Um, Um, when I've really dealt with something that has marginalized um, me or aspects of my business as single parenthood can do and things like that. Um, So yeah, I think, you know, and and then I was thinking too, as you were talking, often it's like, I want the female perspective and the the female coach to really bring me onto solid ground. And then I love like then when I'm feeling really confident to bring in like that male perspective, then if I have a male coach that's kind of like, talking to me, I'm standing in my truth a little bit more. I, I don't like the like tendency for men to come in and fix, you know, like and even the best of men, like <laughs> they, I just, when I've worked with them, they've kind of looked down at my business with like, well, yeah. you know, well, first of all, why are you closing at three? You know, I'm like, well, I have kids and I've decided to have a work-life balance center. So I just decided to let everybody know I was going to be gone from the office at three. You know, and they're like, well, that's not really practical for most of your customers. <laughs> You know, it's like, I'm not building this to make all my customers have 24 seven, you know, customer service. I'm trying to to do something different in the world. So often like that coming in and fixing it. And then I, if I'm unsure, I'm not holding my truth. You know, I'm not really standing in what I really believe. And I feel like when I've worked with women, they're more curious and questioning. And then I can have kind of that more masculine, linear, um, then it's really valuable sometimes when they come in and, and they're like, well, how practical is that? You know, then I can test it and say, actually, it's not all that practical, but it's my value. (laughs) And like, I'll stand by it or maybe I should tweak it. So there's an interesting, you know, like when I think about working with the business coach, I'll always work with a female first. But then later when I'm on more solid ground, I benefit from both, you know. So it's just interesting to think about, like, it's nice to have the healthy masculine and the feminine. But when I'm building my business, I am vulnerable, I am unsure, I am wavering, and somehow I need that like strong feminine energy to come in and be like, we've got this, you've got this. Like, I understand where you're coming from and I'm gonna help you. Um, And it just feels right, it feels that, yeah, really supportive. I might go a little bit different pathway where I might have, I think I'd always have a woman business coach Mm -hmm. because I feel like I really hate the challenge that I constantly have to do with a male. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Like like the education. (laughs) Yeah. The challenging everything they say. No, 
no, that's not what I meant. And no, that's not even the framework I want to come from. And that is incredibly masculine what you're saying right now. And, you know, like that's actually the patriarchy. And no, I'm not going to run my business that way. And like, I feel like it's way too challenging. So I probably would always have a woman like business coach. But where I do find men can be really great in terms of our support team, and we'll talk about this in the third episode, is they're great at special being sort of specialist areas, right? Where, where the area that we need to hire someone from is much more masculine area, like certain aspects of marketing or certain aspects of sales or things where it need, it could use a little bit more of that healthy masculine energy. Now, the challenge in this topic, and then we're going to move on to a few other things because I think there's some more important things as well. But the challenge of this just to say is that it's not just woman equals feminine and male equals masculine or that either one equals healthy versus toxic. So one of the things you do want to make sure of is that if you are looking for someone who has more of that feminine perspective, you need to make sure they're operating in their feminine, right? A lot, uh, I personally find it very hard. It's a very, very, very small percentage of women business coaches who are operating in their feminine. Most are operating in their masculine as well. And so that I find for me is not very helpful. So, you know, you just want to make sure that you're kind of looking at both sides. But some of the other things I also want to talk about today is what are some of the characteristics? Because so take, let's say you've decided I do want a women business coach. You're out there looking. How do you determine in the sea of millions of business coaches, (laughs) which ones are legit, right? So let's talk about some of the legitimacy. Great question. Because I think that that's overwhelming when you go to look for a professional to help you in any way. It's like, how do you, where do you start? And so with business coaches, where do you start? Yeah. All right. So here is some of my personal beliefs and where the criteria should be, right? So no matter what, you might have to, you know, ask for referrals, you know, ask in some of your female groups, like you're going to get huge lists of business coaches, you're going to get lots of people promoting themselves, and there's going to be lots of smoke and mirrors. So here is what I arm people with in terms of questions you should be asking your business coaches, right? So the one of the first things that I actually think is incredibly important is they need significant significant experience running their own business. Because what happens is you've got tons of business coaches coming out of corporate who ran someone else's business, or you've got people who just have some kind of business skills, or they just got out of business school or whatever, and they think that they are armed with all of the tools they need to be a business coach. That is not the case. There are so many ups and downs in business. It takes incredible grit to survive. You need someone who's gone through those trenches for at least five years. So that is my, you know, belief. And I I talk about it a lot, but it's kind of controversial. What do you think, Laura? Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, You know, this hits home because, you know, as a therapist, as a young therapist, people used to question, well, can I go to you for parenting advice? You know, can I go to you to talk about um, what to do with my kid and, and have this psychological support when you're not a parent? And I, as a young therapist, I would argue, well, of course you can. Like I'm equipped with all of the latest Uh, you know, research and knowledge. I just came out of grad school and I know, I know so much. And I always felt like I had to defend myself. But, you know, now looking back, I'm like, well, of course they would feel that way. And no, you didn't really have all the life experience that you can bring to the table now. What did it, you know, was I not a good 
therapist for them. No, like I probably was. I probably still served in a certain capacity, but the depth that I was that I'm able to bring now that I've lived life a little bit longer, Um, you know? And so I think therapists come into our peak in our professional lives once we've been doing the work for about 20 years. And I would say the same would happen for coaches because you're doing a lot of the similar, you're taking all this knowledge of human psyche and business trends. And, you know, that takes time to be in those trenches. It takes time to learn the ups and downs. And like you said, if you're running someone else's business, I mean, you may have amazing um, skills and experiences, but you were running with a budget, you know, you were running with resources and to have not been an entrepreneur in support an entrepreneur that's really struggling to get funding or to just get, you know, the operational budget in place. I feel like there's a, there can be a lack of, of depth to that, a lack of understanding. And so- It doesn't, if you align with someone who is younger and doesn't have as much experience, maybe there's something there that they have to teach you. But I would be in the same camp as you, Sonia, just to say that, you know, look for people that have gone through the work, that have gone through those trenches, because they're just going to have some special nuggets of wisdom. I mean, it's, we live in a culture that kind of worships youth, but in so many cultures, they worship the elderly because they know that with age comes wisdom. And I just think when you're in a mentorship role, in a therapeutic role, in a coaching role, the more experience, the more wisdom you have, just, you just have that to bring to the plate, you know? Yes. Yes. And if you are sort of someone who has packaged yourself up as a business coach, and believe me, I've had many conversations with people like this, and some of them have become my clients. (laughs) But if you have that, like one of the things I get back is how, well, if you want to be a business coach or, you know, and you haven't run your business for very long, what do you do? Well, what I would suggest is you become a specialist. So don't be a general business coach because that requires the experience, depth, and knowledge that you don't yet have. So become a specialist, figure out what that one thing you were good with in corporate or that, you know, that piece that you're amazing at, maybe you've always been amazing at it your whole life and specialize in that very, very specific thing. And that way you are utilizing your expertise. You're not pretending to know how to run a business when you haven't run one yet. And it will not only bring more trust in yourself, it will bring a lot of trust from your clients. So I think, you know, what we're talking about here is a business coach and someone or a business mentor or somebody who can really help you uh, direct your business, take the next steps in your business, make some really important decisions around your business so that you can grow. And that requires someone who really has that depth and understanding and knowledge to know like these fads, because, you know, every day there's fads, every day there's these tactics that are going to go out of style. The, they don't work. And so you've got a lot of people who are kind of jumping on the bandwagon. They've, you know, been a business coach for a year or a month and, and they have no idea what actual, you know, business coaching is. They just know that, something worked for them or something they've seen, something they learned, they took a class from somebody, but they're all things that are going to go out of style. And when you've been in business for 20 years, like I have, you really see the time tested methodologies, right? What actually works for success? What is a fad? What is a tactic? What is something that is a bunch of hype? And in today's world, a lot of it is hype and a lot Mm -hmm. of it is tactics that aren't going to work in six months. Right. 
And when you've been around for 20 years, you've seen all those that have just like come and gone where we're like, oh, yeah, yeah. remember when this was going to be, you know, the yeah. thing. And then it wasn't. Um, and, you know, I think that it's that idea of the specialist. I think that that is the important piece of you know, how you're differentiating what you do and, and making that um, really clear when you're interviewing someone, like, are you a coach that can cover all areas of a business? Or would you consider yourself a specialist or possibly a consultant, like where you're just going to come in and you're going to consult with me on this area and this one piece mm -hmm. of my business. Um, so getting like really clear and not being afraid to ask those questions. I mean, these are, um, it's the same thing, like, you know, when you're younger and you're interviewing for jobs and you just go in there like, what are they going to ask me? What are they going to ask me? What are they going to ask me? You're like all trying, you know, focused on um, kind of what what what's coming at you. And then you get older and you realize, well, I got to own that. Like, I got to go mm -hmm. in. I got to, you know, fight, figure out what is this company? What are they about? What do they believe in? And don't be afraid um, if you're, you know, just inexperienced with shopping around for coaches to just be like, look, I've just started my search, but these are the things I really need to know. Like, how do you handle yeah. this? And what, um, you know, why is it, I see here on your website that you say that you're a social media expert. What does that mean? What is, yeah. what backs that up? Like, you know, and not in a challenging way, but just like, what does that mean to you? What What's the experience that you've had? Um, and when they're like, oh yeah, I was the, you know, director of marketing for so-and-so and I did da 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 then you're like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> like you've, yeah. that's true. You are that expert. Um, but when they're like, oh yeah, cause I've, you know, I've run Hootsuite and some social media calendars and you know, that's not a social media expert. Um, yeah. so like learning to understand what to ask and kind of looking for that understanding and even understanding those, those terms. When you say Sonia, that some people are like, I don't know the difference between a specialist and a coach and a consultant, mm. you know, what does all that mean? Yeah. So Yes, so true. And and I think one of the other uh, important things along this lines is that not only do they have need to have been in their own business for five plus years or whatever it is, but also they need to have worked with many, many others in your specific industry. They should specialize in your industry and not just have done something that worked for themselves and that's what they're selling. So sort of the new trend is that someone makes a lot of money doing something and then they package that up and they sell it to you. They're like, here's how I made six figures yeah. in one month or here's how I got to five billion dollars you can too right and they're just packaged up their tactic and they're trying to give it to you I have seen this so many times I've been involved in these kind of masterminds like I really have seen behind the scenes as well the challenge is is that if they just have one way that they got somewhere so they have like their blueprint or their roadmap that there is like literally no guarantee that it will work for you. And in fact, it's like a 20% chance that that thing will work for you. And the more people they've helped, so that's sort of their cred oftentimes is they're like, I've helped 5,000 business owners make a million dollars, right? So you see that all the time? Yeah. <laughs> well, the more people they've helped with their same tactic, the more flooded the marketplace has gotten with that tactic, the more, uh, you know, basically fatigued the market gets around that tactic. They no longer see it. They don't care. Sometimes they hate it. Sometimes they hate people who do it. So, you know, you've got to be really careful that, you know, this the, your business coach has had a depth and a breadth to work with a lot of people in your industry 
industry that are not the same, that need different requirements, that need specific and customized solutions, because otherwise, it, inevitably, what they teach you will fail. Yes. <laughs> Exclamation point underline. <laughs> And I think that that has been, unfortunately, um, the way a lot of people experience business coaching. So, I mean, this conversation is kind of we're coming back around to to really help you um, understand that there are amazing uh, types of support out there. But it takes some time and some, you know, consumer education to get really clear about what it is, what you're looking for. Um, And that's why this conversation isn't just limited to today um, and why we're going to continue to to dive deeper into how do you figure out, you know, how these different people can can work with you. And so as a therapist, I'll be sharing more of that in the coming episodes. It's like, well, then when you're hitting your stuff um, and you're working with a business coach, is that business coach equipped uh, to be able to go down that path emotionally? Mm -hmm. Some of them may be and some of them may not be. And that's something that we'll um, be exploring as well, Sonia. So I wanted to kind of give people a little bit of a a preview into that conversation because I don't know if that's coming up in people's minds right now about yeah like, what happens when they hit all those emotional blocks do they keep working with a coach or do they see a therapist <laughs> yeah well look and that we're going to absolutely dive into that big time in the next episode um i think you know obviously we've generally covered a few things you know in terms of finding a business coach you know some other quick things before we wrap up today is i would make sure that your business coach has a one-on-one component so that there it isn't just a group experience and it isn't just an online program. It could be a combination that includes some one-on-one, which is a really good um, package. That's what I offer my clients. But you want that one-on-one component because you need some customized solutions. You need someone who can diagnose Mm -hmm. when you hit the fan, right? Yeah. High-touch personalized attention. That's what you need that coach for, not just a group contact. (laughs) Yes, yes. And then a couple other things, as I mentioned, make sure you find someone who specializes in your industry. Somebody who is running a product business versus an e-commerce business versus a service business versus a co-working space. Those are incredibly different business models. And I would highly recommend you finding the expert that is specific to your industry. So I only work with service businesses as an example because that's who I can best serve. I know the model inside and out. I know how they can make money the quickest. I know everything about that kind of business. But if I was to work with, say, an e-commerce business, that's not really my area of expertise. And so I I could serve in general, but it wouldn't be my best work. And so I always pass off people who are not in the same industry as I'm an expert in. So I would highly recommend doing that. And then I would just say one other thing I think is really important. And then Laura, we'll see what you would like to add to this conversation before we wrap up. But I think it's really important to find someone who aligns with your values and integrity, who you resonate with, because there is a lot of business owners out there, a lot of business coaches who do things that I'm not aligned with, for example. They, you know, maybe it's the way they do sales. Maybe it's the way they do marketing. Maybe it's the way they perceive business. You want to make sure that you have someone that's really aligned with your values and that you can work with in a deep way. 
Mm, I love that. So I'm in agreement with all of those, like really making sure you're working with someone that has the experience, that offers that one-on-one high-touch personalized experience and really is familiar with your industry. And I will personally say, you know, it's it's been hard for me because as a um, in the co-working industry, there weren't any coaches. Like I'm one of like the original co-working people. So when we were all doing our co-working spaces, there weren't experts yet. We were the ones, you know, paving the way. And so, you know, I invested in some coaching and, you know, with people who didn't understand the co-working model and it was so much time, um, of me educating them about the uniqueness of my industry that I didn't get what I really needed out of that. And, you know, so I can speak to that, like find people and they don't have to know everything about your industry, but they need experience in it. And the more they know, the more time you'll, you'll save because it's just, you don't have to spend all this time educating them about why you're Mm -hmm. doing what you're doing. That makes sense. So I definitely can, can speak to that one. Um, and I would just add, yeah, trust, you know, how you feel when you're on the phone with these, um, coaches, maybe when you're interviewing them, um, do you feel excited and is your heart and body like soft and, and kind of opening and, and taking this in, or is there any part of you that's holding your breath and that's cringing and that's constricted, you know, use your body signals because often your body is, is aware of how comfortable you are. If this person is really resonating with you, then you'll sometimes, you know, have a somatic resonance and if you're not then you'll get the opposite it'll be kind of this constriction uncomfortable and and just trust that and even if your head's like I don't know why you're being that way because this person sounds perfect on paper trust that feeling in your gut that's like oh I'm not quite sure and you know just give it some time and interview more people and and don't be afraid to talk to um, many different coaches, you know, as you're deciding, because you need to get a feel for different people and their style. And I think that helps, you know, get a little bit more clear about what you need, like shop around, because yeah. <laughs> you need to yeah. take your time with it. Definitely. And I will say that it, it isn't always a comfortable process. If you do find someone who's really honest, they might give you feedback that you don't like. And in fact, I would look for a coach who's really honest and loving, right? Not yes. mean or critical, but who will tell you how it is. Because mm. one of the things that happens is there's a lot of coaches who focus on inspiration alone, and that is not enough to get your business to success. Such a good point. And you're I promise, I know everyone's like, I don't know how to read my body, but our bodies do do tell us and we can talk more about that in our coming upcoming episodes but like that warm and fuzzy that comes from inspirational it feels different than when someone's kind of really um receiving you seeing you and then pushing you to your edge like lovingly guiding you to that edge and asking you to really look at what's going on there like that feels a little you know uncomfortable in the body but you feel like this person gets it this person is standing on the ledge with me. And I get that, Sonia, because I think we can't just stay, don't just stay with the warm and fuzzies and and get a coach (laughs) that just tells you everything is wonderful and you're just wonderful because you need someone to push those edges a little bit, to see through a different lens and to get curious about how you could do it differently. 
Yeah, that's a great sort of place to wrap up. So thank you all for joining us. I hope this helps. Feel free to pop into our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. Ask more questions. I'm happy to answer anything around this topic. Um, and, you know, we, we hope this is supportive and just starting to explore who is the right fit for you. And we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Add to the conversation in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. You can also access all of our episodes and some great resources at womeninthebusinessarena.com. Our mission is to arm more women with the tools, strategies, and know-how to navigate the business arena with ease. We need more women in power and with the resources to change the world. If you are enjoying the show and want to support our mission, please help us spread the word. You can write a review on iTunes or share it with your friends. A huge thank you to all of you who've commented, reviewed, and shared our show. We're so appreciative of your support. Okay, see you next week.